Harry Potter is enrolled in a photography class to learn how to take better dick pics, and his professor is Draco Malfoy? Jamie Lannister and Brienne of Tarth are directing a Titanic exhibit, and Jon Snow is the security guard? Tony Stark is producing a dating show on a tropical island, and all the Avengers are the contestants? There is no way stories like this exist. And there is no way three best friends would read them and put their reactions out for the world to hear. I mean, no one would do that, right? Guys? I'm Allie Lefevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And, and this is Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. Did somebody say word members? <laughs> word. Joey Gladstone, dumb. Remember he'd be like, did somebody say word? Word? <laughs> word? <laughs> that guy would love our podcast. Joey Gladstone's little woodchuck. Oh my God, it would. That's our audience. We, exactly. every episode, we bring it as hard as we can for wood. <laughs> Joey Gladstone's woodchuck puppet. Anytime it's about to get sexy, we should have a, if we had a, like, if we were radio DJs and we could press a button, it'd be that voice. Did somebody say word? <laughs> Let the sex, ruin the sexiness. <laughs> you guys, what was the episode title in the last episode? Slight of handjob. Slight of handjob. Okay. Woodchuck. <laughs> Woodfuck. Woodfuck. <laughs> Deep cut wood. Cut it out. We got to figure out how to get that. Come it out. <laughs> Come it out. Come <laughs> it out. Yeah, that's like pulling out. That's what you have to say in yeah. a wood. Ch- you have to say in a Joy Gladstone voice when you want to make sure that the guy isn't going to come inside of you. <laughs> wow. Well, that could be an intro, but let's count down. And I mean, it can be our intro. I think intro. it should be our intro. Because yeah, otherwise, Susan, we got to. That's our intro. Okay. Suze, that's the intro after we clap. Start with a killer full house. That joke had no start and no end. No. Yeah. Like all good jokes. <laughs> good luck, Suze. Figure out where that started. <laughs> Welcome back to Fangasm. I'm Cheryl. I'm Allie. And I'm Danny. I got my first one. You did. I couldn't think of it. Uh, Ryan, it was something really What? Random. Oh, yeah. It was like- We haven't even talked about was, that. Finally, no. justice for Cheryl. So just so I don't cause any more confusion, this is actually Lindsay, which is confusing because people think- People are picturing Allie when I'm speaking. Yeah, Lindsay's blonde. <laughs> Lindsay's blonde. And someone thought my name was Cheryl when answering the question to get into our Facebook group. And finally, it happened where someone got my name and Allie's name right and then thought that Danny was Steve. Josh. 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 Even better. I knew it was a generic name. It was something so different than your name. So it's so great. Finally. Finally. Well, thank you, Shannon. That's somebody named Shannon submitted that. We thank you. It's like, it just was me in disguise trying to get justice. <laughs> me from a different server. It just, it, I love empathy and now I have empathy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Before I never could have felt the compassion of what it'd be like to be misnamed, so. Now you know what it feels like. But you are listening, this is episode three of season 21. If time works according to the linear nature that we're stuck in, uh-huh. we will have just come back from an incredible, beautiful, <laughs> joyful <laughs> celebration of Lindsay and Caleb. Oh, is this coming out the Tuesday after, not the Tuesday before? Tuesday before. The Tuesday before. <laughs> 
I like Danny's setup. I like that too. <laughs> He's in the Draco portal. He is so far ahead. Time is not linear. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are getting, we are packing our bags yeah. for there you go. the most beautiful, joyful, mm-hmm. Dorito-filled weekend of love. Perfect. Lindsay, how are you feeling? Um, let me put myself in my shoes for that Tuesday. I'm hopefully everything is uh, all locked and loaded. Well, all of our stuff will be in our U-Haul that we're driving down. Off with a hitch instead of off without a hitch. That, hey, we, or yeah. we just we just got hitched. That's what we're putting on the back. Yeah. Wow. Well, or we will have put it on the back. My sisters will have gotten here. I don't know. It's going to be, yeah, I think it's just all going to then be smooth sailing. Where's Puff going to be? <sighs> Puffin is not coming. He is going to be with someone who usually watches him when we go away. It's a lot. Her name is Jenny and she loves him. And he loves her. Hi, buddy. But we were going to, like, dogs are allowed, but he, I just think he would just be following at my heels. No, the you're the bride. I'm nervous. Not him. <laughs> Puffzilla. So, Danny, you're good at Photoshop. You can Photoshop Puffin into some shots. Every single one of them. Hidden. There are at least two ways that he will be making a entrance. Not he himself, but his essence will show up at the wedding. So, mm. He is uh, present. One, all of his dog hair will be sprinkled on all the pillows <laughs> of the cabins. And the food. My white dress will have black dog hair. Um, but yeah. Smear his poop like war paint oh on Oh my. Allie. Allie, this is a family <laughs> podcast. Allie, we, we draw the line at full house jokes about the woodchuck, okay? That's the line. You're right. You're right. It's where we draw the line. Beaver jokes is where we draw the line. But- we do have to sort of cut right to the chase with this episode. Enough of the future. Let's go to the past. Yeah, come on. Let's get right to it. Let's have this be as quick of a bang that Draco had that lost him two years of his life, Ugh, which boy. is the blowdown. Basically, we found out that Draco was gone from his universe for two years, not contacting Hermione and breaking her heart because he, Dr. Strange had invited him home to his own dimension and then messed it up on the way back. And the only other thing I think that's important is that Draco had something in his pocket that was like an extra special black cloth. So the origin of the black cloth is that it comes from another dimension, which is probably why it lasts so long. Oh my gosh. I'm sure they're better at constructing material than we are here. I love the way that Barbara described the black cloth. Like it had its own kind of life to it, which was either semen or spirits. Smoother, harder. <laughs> yeah, the only other thing to mention is we made a bunch of really bad uh, pirate-themed jokes. Because of our crusty peg leg jizzrag. <laughs> I be a jizzrag. I think it's also <laughs> worth mentioning that Draga was telling this tale to Hermione, <laughs> Pansy, and his mother. So they uh, get a front row seat to uh, being banged by a stranger from a bar and losing two years of his life. Banged through time. Banged through time. <laughs> Bang to the future. <gasps> great. Great, great, great. Bang to the future. Write it down. I'd say these things write themselves, but they do not. This is a very special skill set that requires both a knowledge of (laughs) pop culture up to 2007 (laughs) and a fantastic wordplay. And Allie LaFever, you've got both of those. Thank you. And and insistence on ruining the plot and making sure no one gets horned up to the sex podcast. Ever. Allie LaFever, the brunette. (laughs) Uh, a quick credit. Uh, that was the brunette, Ellie Fever. That was the brunette from Detroit <laughs> with the nasally accent. Uh, okay, but anyway, I think we should get right into it. Let's find out. Let's do it. 
What's a pirate song? I keep thinking of like how to do the deet dudes. I mean, though we don't need them yet, but what's a pirate? Oh, wait, guys, I have a song I wrote. <laughs> I forgot to play it for you. Just now? Or you wrote it in advance? I forgot to play it for episode two. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Blame it on the dre. Echo. Blame it on the dre. Echo. Blame it on the dre. Is there more? Is that no. it? No. It, wow. No, that was it. That was, that was uh, a real wolf star. Wow. Thank you. I can only do one word songs. It was somehow worse than wolf star. <laughs> Is that possible? Somehow. Yeah. Yeah. That- <laughs> well, nobody wants a copy of that. Okay, that was mine. Great. Lindsay, what's your what's your deet do's for pirates? Also an important topic. I don't know. I, I don't I don't know any um you know, remember in the sea him the sea shanties like good- from twenty twenty. Oh dun 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 Okay, we'll figure it out. Let's get into it. Stephen ran a hand through his hair, sighing deeply as Wong interrupted his breakfast, slamming his hands down on the table in front of him. We have a problem, he said. The cloth of Arduero is missing. Where's the young man you brought home? Did you two use it last night during your activities? Not to worry, Wong. The young wizard is back in his own world, and unfortunately we didn't. I'm sure it's around here somewhere. You know some of these objects can sometimes have a mind of their own. It's probably floating around here somewhere. I'll help you look as soon as I finish my coffee. No need to get all worked up. Stephen went back to sipping his coffee, unconcerned. Things within the Sanctum Centaurum were always huh? moving about. Oh, <laughs> is that what it's called? <laughs> Oops. The Sanctum Sanscrotum <laughs> were always moving about and causing mischief. No reason to think this time was any different. After multiple tries at locator spells, scouring the house with Wong, and several arguments, the cloth was no nearer to being found. Shit, exclaimed a frustrated Stephen. Wong stared at him, his eyes squinted in disapproval. Fucking cockblock Wong over here, just let him bang and lose some magic. Sheesh. The arrogance of Stephen Strange saying, let me finish my coffee first. Like, get back to me. I can't look for magic artifacts without my caffeine like, hit. is he a girl boss? But first, coffee. Like, first coffee. I wonder if his mug said that. <laughs> you know how I am. Don't talk to me. Read the mug, Wong. <laughs> Don't ask me about missing magical garments until I've had my coffee. <sighs> Here's the beep boop. Hermione plopped down on Draco's bed, anxiety curling in her belly, causing a lump in her throat. It felt as if a battalion of tiny dragons were trying to make their way from her belly and fly out of her throat. Draco shut the door behind him as he followed her in. I know I'm a right ass, he said, but you're here. You came, and that's a good sign, right? And so did I. (laughs) 20 (laughs) minutes ago to me, two years ago to you. Uh, He began to pace the room, wringing his hands in front of him. Hermione sat frozen, unsure of where he was going with this, and afraid to presume and get her hopes up. I know we left things in the past, back at Hogwarts, Draco continued, and I know that at the time, it was nothing more than a fling. I fucked up during the war. I fucked up a lot. I tried to make things right in the end and make amends, and I can only hope that you'll forgive me. I never stopped thinking of you. 
flashback says other. In those 20 minutes I was gone. Except 20 minutes ago. In those 20 minutes, when I was getting <laughs> fucked on the couch by Dr. Strange, I was thinking about you. When I had some strange in my mouth. <laughs> no matter what I was doing, you were always on my mind, ever present. Or who I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I may actually love you, Hermione. She felt her eyes begin to moisten at the declaration. I've never said that to anyone but my mother, he said quietly, looking down at his shoes. I can't imagine you feel the same way, but maybe... Hermione cut him off abruptly, her lips crashing against his, arms around his neck, pulling him as close to her as humanly possible. Is this called love bombing? Wait, what's the, what would be the it term? Is. It's like when someone cheats and they come back to the relationship and they shower you with love and praise. Yeah, probably. Love bombing? Or like if you're dating somebody early and they're just like, I love you. And you're like, that's not possible. We right. just fucked <laughs> on the couch for 20 minutes or two years. <laughs> I love that phrase. Her, her eyes began to moisten. Like her eyes were just like getting so wet. It's just those, like, big cartoony eyes. <laughs> My eyes are so wet for you. <laughs> We're not used to wet eyes on this podcast, so this is strange. I'm so wet right now. My eyes. You're getting my eyes <laughs> so wet. Let me use this cloth to dampen them up. <laughs> Pulling back after a moment, I love you too, she breathed against his lips. I love you, I love you, I love you. She breathed, kissing him after each one. So I take it you forgive me then, he said breathlessly when she finally pulled back. Obviously, Hermione said. What gave it away? Her eyes held a flicker of mischief as she did her best impression of his classic Malfoy smirk. Malfoy smiled at her, a genuine smile. His heart felt as if it could burst. He couldn't remember ever being as happy as he was in that moment. He wrapped his arm, except for an hour ago, in bed. Except an hour ago when he was bent over a sofa and had come in his ass. But other than that, this is definitely at least the second happiest moment. When Dr. Strange was bursting, not him. He wrapped his arms around her waist, resting his forehead against hers. I want you, Miney, he said, eyes closed, his hot breath against her lips. I need you. He said, pressing his lips to hers once more. I crave you, he said breathlessly, their kissing intensifying with each declaration. Hermione raised her hand behind her, grabbing her jacket. Breaking the kiss as she reached into the pocket to retrieve the black cloth. She held it up, grinning wickedly. Shall we? She asked. Apps a fucking lootly, he responded. Their clothes were gone in a blur, lips crashing together as they moved over towards his bed. He grabbed her by the waist and tossed her onto the mattress as she bounced softly. She propped herself up against the pillows, leaning back as he laid down between her legs. He looked up the length of her body, making eye contact with her as he tied the cloth around her upper thigh, finishing it off with a pretty little bow. <laughs> Hermione felt the change immediately, but this time it was a little different. This time, it seemed as if all sensations of touch, regardless of where on her body, were dulled. Oh, he's using the new black cloth. I could picture him doing like sailor knots. Yes. And this is called. <laughs> or he pulled it out of his mouth like the magician. <laughs> she could still feel, but it was muted, as if she were floating in a dream almost. Although physical sensations were faint, her passion intensified and her need grew. She just knew that if he didn't touch her soon, she was going to burst. As he placed his mouth against her vagina and his tongue began to explore, she laid her head back, body relaxing, as she sighed in absolute and total contentment. Hermione felt as if she were on cloud nine, completely lost in her bliss and the feeling of his mouth hot and wet against her. She looked down at him, and as he met her eyes, he began to suck on her clitoris. Even though the sensations were dulled, it still felt amazing. You guys, I don't remember that the black cloth dulled your senses. So you could last longer? Well, Isn't that, that was I the mean, spell? This is the cloth of Arduero, so we actually don't know what this... <laughs> um, guys... Um, guys, actually, Arduero, actually- um, based on the historical knowledge I have of Arduero, <laughs> it was quite a dull guy. The other one vibrated, right? 
It had to do, yeah, it was a lot of things. Huh. Dulling senses was not one of them. Oh. Mm-hmm. There's so many things we don't know about the Black Claw. <laughs> You'll have to say too. <laughs> she let out a loud moan and ground her vagina against his mouth. I want you to say virgina. <laughs> Just say it. Virginia. Was that season one when you said that, Al? I think it was two. Oh. Yeah. When I realized I didn't know how to pronounce anything. Virginia. <laughs> pale? Her pails grabbed her virginia. <laughs> and oh, what's your other one? What's your um Skewer. That you always rip Skewer? on me for. There's one about like verse. There's one with the V. Oh, verse instead verse of verse. <laughs> uh, it was strange verse male boy. <laughs> <laughs> He pulled back, smiling at her, and wiped his mouth. She reached for him, desperate for more. She pulled him closer, and he aligned himself with her entrance. She clung to his shoulders as he pressed himself into her. They both exhaled long and hard as he reached her end. He began to move against her, pulling out almost all the way and slamming back into her, slow at first, but quickly increasing in rhythm. He slammed his lips against her, and she could taste herself on his tongue. Her arms wrapped tightly around his neck and ankles locked around his hips. Her mind lost herself in the pleasure and feel of surrender as the rhythmic slapping of flesh sped up. As he slammed into her one last time, spilling his seed deep within her, he reached down and in one swift motion removed the black cloth. Waves of pleasure crashed against her suddenly. She was coming with him, mm. her body spasming around him as she screamed out in ecstasy, clinging to him for dear life. Gods, she loved magic. The pleasure was beyond any she'd ever felt before. You guys... I just realized when a couple breaks up, why don't we call it a shipwreck? I just thought of our pie. Like when they break. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Feels right. Wow. <laughs> a shipwreck. Wow. A shipwreck. Wow. A shipwreck. That's, that's comedy gold. Peter. Wow. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so we're at a live studio audience taping right now. Wow. Wow, Peter. <laughs> There's more gold in that joke than them here plunders. <laughs> now that joke's a treasure. Uh, I want to hear Dan. And then Danny kicks into Luna, Pansy. I'll do my Ron voice. <laughs> I thought it was very funny. <laughs> he collapsed on top of her, breathing heavily as she continued to ride the waves of pleasure, writhing around beneath him. He tensed a little as the small spasms that still racked her body caused her to tighten and clench around his swiftly softening cock. <laughs> ah, sexy. He pulled out of her and rolled them onto their sides, mm. holding her against his chest. He breathed in the scent of her hair, sighing contentedly. She wrapped her arm around the arm he had around her chest. I love you, Draco Malfoy, she said as she drifted off to sleep, Draco not far behind her. Mm. The black cloth lay forgotten on the floor, a job well done. As they fell into a deep sleep, an orange glow began to emanate from beneath the black cloth, Uh-oh. forming symbols and shapes. Suddenly, Mm-mm. a portal opened Uh-oh. beneath it, and the black cloth disappeared off to another world. Uh-uh. As the portal snapped shut behind it, Draco jerked awake. Fuck. He sat looking at the room, trying to figure out what had awakened him. Uh-oh. The air felt alive with magic, but there was no one else in the room but him and Hermione. Too tired to put any more thought into it, he shrugged it off and snuggled back into Hermione, quickly falling asleep. All the blood in his cock... He went back to sleep, lightheaded. (laughs) (laughs) A shark knock on the door jolted Hermione and Draco from their sleep. Untangling their limbs and scrambling for clothes, Draco shouted, Who is it? What time is it? It's the year 2054. (laughs) (laughs) It's Steven, a voice said from the other side. (gasps) Draco froze. Fuck. Awkward. To Draco's relief, Steven's visit wasn't of a romantic or jealous nature. 
Once Stephen explained the situation, they all searched the bedroom, top to bottom, but the black cloth was nowhere to be found. Oh, that wasn't him. Whoa. That sent it off to another dimension. Maybe it's Arduero. It's Arduero after his own cloth? (laughs) Captain Black Cloth is on the move. (laughs) After three full hours and moving furniture and going through every individual piece of cloth and bedding in the room, they finally called it quits. Fuck, exclaimed Stephen. It's probably gone off to find more sexual energy. (laughs) Yep. It, It thrives on it. Intensifies. Thanks anyways. If you find her to hear anything, please contact me. Stephen handed a small mirror to Draco. Just tap the mirror three times, Stephen told Draco. It should automatically connect with mine no matter where we are. I've got to go. Oh, it's like it's like Belle and the Beast. Cute. Would you like to see your father, Maurice? <laughs> father? If you tap this magical screen three times, once on the home icon, <laughs> once on the phone icon, and once on a picture of me, you will be able to FaceTime me. <laughs> I might not answer. Okay, Draco replied, got it. Steven stepped back, whirring his arm around and creating another portal and was soon back into his own world. But did Hermione see him? Seems like it. Right? I mean, they were digging around in all of her- Yeah, jolted them both in there. Yeah. for a minute. But are they like, so, <laughs> I guess Hermione doesn't know about him. We don't know how much of the story he shared. Oh, I was with a friend, right? Yeah. I was with a friend on his couch yeah. for two years- <laughs> Or was he like getting plowed by this guy in a red cape and then the guy with a red cape? <laughs> it was an internship. Deet, 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 deet. Geralt of Rivia was a man of few words, but that did nothing to discourage Jaskier. Who are these people, you guys? It's from The Witcher. I, I don't know who Jaskier is. Okay, well, Geralt is Henry Cavill, so I don't care Ooh. what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Just picture sexy Henry Cavill. Have you seen the one of him at the long, like, white blonde wig. Yeah, uh-huh. Oof. That's the Witcher. Okay. That's the one. That's the ticket. Jessica. This is a great way to introduce the Witcher because I don't know if we would have, it might've been a minute until we got it. So time travel, boom. Boom. Got it. We're at the Witcher land. Great. The bard made his living from words. Uh, so do me and Allie. Oh my God. Are we bards? <laughs> Boss Bards. Lindsay and Allie the Bards. (laughs) Through his songs and stories. And there was no better way to amass more stories than to travel alongside one of the most renowned witchers, the White Wolf, Geralt of Rivia. You know, Geralt, you could really do with a shave and some new clothes. I don't think I've seen you in anything other than what you're wearing now this past month. It's time for some new threads. And maybe we could even go to a party. Is there going to be like a trying on montage? Like clueless? I hope so. Like in a mall scene. (laughs) Stop in at a pub, maybe. Are there any towns along our route to Keir Morhen? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm anxious to see where the famous white wolf was raised and trained, but I could do with a good drink and a nice homemade meal. What do you say, Geralt? You fancy a stop in a pub? Jaskier rambled. (laughs) Pipe down. I like this Jaskier guy. Where is our food coming from? (laughs) Could we stop working and start hanging out? Geralt grunted in response and then said, no, there's nothing but forest from here to Kaer Morhen. It shouldn't take us more than another day and a half, and there will be plenty of drink and food to satisfy. Geralt rode atop his noble brown steed, Roach, while Jaskier trailed behind, now trying to put together a new song about their travels. 
Most of the time, Geralt could tolerate the blabbering and the nonstop repetition of his lute as he tried to compose his latest tale. We would love being a bard, just making <laughs> up tales really... along a journey. How do we get this job? I think we're doing it. We're bards. <laughs> right in this moment. The Barding Podcast. <laughs> That's how our uh, listeners feel. <laughs> Unfortunately, today was not one of those days, and he could feel himself growing agitated. The loot suddenly stopped, and Geralt glanced back to see Jaskier picking up a thin strip of black cloth from the ground. Mm. Oh my god, the sexual energies between these two? <laughs> oh. It found them. You guys, it's like how the how the wand chooses the wizard. The black cloth chooses the hornballs. Mm. Ooh. I like how this magic works. We were saying, like, in the first episode, we being me, unless you guys also said it, was the, like, kind of forest gump nature of the black cloth. Mm. But now it has a mind of its own, so it really is. Wow, it really is. Getting ruined. What do you think this could be from? He asked Geralt inquisitively. Geralt rolled his eyes. Surely just a scrap of cloth from someone's cloak or a dress. Probably got caught on a bush and had to rip it free. <laughs> a bush indeed. Mm-hmm. It's been on many a bush. <laughs> Hermione's <laughs> in particular. <laughs> Jaskier shrugged and stuck it in his pocket. They sat in silence for a moment, Geralt suddenly on alert. Do we think it's Jaskier, not Jaskier? Are we sure? It feels like it would be Jaskier, but like people are going to be like the whole time they said Jaskier shrugged. Jaskier. Let's do a little pronunciation check. Let's just call him Jaskin Robbins just to be safe. (laughs) That is the most logical thing to do. Jaskier. I think it is Jaskier. Hard J. Hard everything else. How do you pronounce Jaskier? It says. Is it Jaskier? Could be Jaskier with a soft J. Rhymes. Asker. Oh, I'll just say it differently every time. Jaskier. I think it's just Jasker. This looks like it rhymes with Asker. Like, I don't think it's like year. Hard Jasker. Jaskier. I don't know. Yeah, it is like Jaskier. It's not Jaskier. like Jaskier. Oh, Jaskier. someone's saying, yeah, soft J, Jaskier. I'll do soft J for the rest of the time just to balance okay. it out. I like it. Yasker. Yasker. I think that's how you say it. <laughs> Yasker. But then we can't call him Jisker pretty soon. Jisker if they oh, hook up. Oh, yeah. Hard J it up. Who cares how it's pronounced? Hard J. They sat in silence for a moment. Geralt suddenly on alert. What is Jisker began to ask before <laughs> Geralt cut him off? Shh, something's not right. It was then that Jasker really noticed the silence. It was too quiet. They were in the middle of the forest. There should be birds, bugs, wild things making noise and mucking about. But all was quiet. There wasn't even any wind. They both searched Mm. the forest, looking for threats or anything that could have caused everything to go so quiet. Suddenly, something very large dropped from the branches above them, and Jaskier found himself pinned beneath it. (gasps) Jaskier Mm. screamed out in pain as it sunk its large white teeth into his shoulder, tearing at the flesh. Ah. Geralt reacted quickly, drawing his sword and ringing it down on the beast. It was larger than a man and human-esque in shape, but that was where the similarities ended. Gray skin speckled with warts and devoid of any hair with a large flat face adorned with a huge gaping mouth and teeth so large and pointed it shouldn't have been able to close its mouth. Fuck. Allie Lefevre suddenly said. (laughs) Allie, hello. Allie Lefevre said, where's my black cloth? (laughs) It's me, Allie Lefevre. It's me, Allie Lefevre, looking for my black cloth. You know what you did. I've never been described as human-esque, but that's a good, that's a good description. I'm blending in perfectly. I like it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now back to it. Thanks. <laughs> Fuck, said Geralt with feeling. He glanced down at Jaskier bleeding on the ground and knew he had to move the fight away from him. 
Do you think that thing was like so horned up that the, the cloth was going to that thing? Oh my God, Could maybe. Have been. The horniest beast in the Witcher fandom. <laughs> Don't some creatures like bite when they- mm-hmm. Sherman. Like a vampire? I mean, I think some things like bite while they're fucking. Maybe that's, he's trying to have sex. He's coming out too strong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we consent in this fandom. Uh, yeah, uh, so this is, yeah, this is bad. This is dubious. He was losing too much blood and couldn't afford any more injury. He kept his eyes on the beast, which he now recognized as Fledder, right? Is that a L? It is mm. a lesser uh-huh. vampire, but unfortunately not sensitive to silver mm. as the other more intelligent variations of his species. Without mm. taking his eyes off the beast, he reached down to his belt and drew out a small vial of St. Gregory's oil, or vampire oil as it had come to be known. <laughs> and he asked him if he wanted a fantastic opportunity to join a pyramid scheme. <laughs> Would you like to join my vampire oil? I'm only looking for three people in my downline. <laughs> and then once you find three other vampires... <laughs> And began his pitch. It's a one-time investment of $250, and you actually get a starter kit of six oils. And then you own your own business. (laughs) We have a whole marketing team to support you in growing your team. Uh, he, He was running low, but he should have just enough. He coated his sword, moving in a circle, trying to draw it away from Jasker. The flutter followed his movements and readied to pounce. As it sprang forward, leaping for his throat, Geralt sidestepped, bringing his sword down across its back, leaving a deep gash. It continued to flail its limbs wildly, seemingly unfazed by the injury. He moved away, careful to avoid its sharp claws, and readied himself for- This is like an MLM. It's like they are unfazed by your multiple rejections. You just say, no thanks, I like my job. No, thank you. I'm full-time employed. I really like what I do. Well- Someone as outgoing and social as you would make a killing selling vampire oil. At network marketing. Uh, Readied himself for another attack. The beast reoriented itself, swaying from side to side, staring at Geralt. This also feels like WWE. These guys are at opposite ends Mm -hmm. of the ring. This time, as it leapt forward, Geralt knelt, swinging his sword up in an arc. The sickening sound of tearing flesh filled the air as he severed its head clean from its body. Uh, wow, this is the craziest it's ever gotten in terms of a story. Wow. Geralt took a moment to make sure it was well and truly dead before rushing to Jaskier's side. The end of the episode. <sighs> Suspense. If you listened to this episode and you were confused, <laughs> that means that maybe you didn't listen to episode two. Just kidding. Just kidding. This is the multiverse of madness for sure. Wow. This is... I mean, we've never had violence before. Well, we did have in the Beauty and the Beast season, we did have Mm -hmm. a, yeah, we did have a wolf attack. So to be fair, you're never safe in a forest. Moral of that story. (laughs) Well, let's um, close this out. Okay. Shall we do it? Yep. When the episode ends, check your underpants. Is your drink up or or down? Down. Um, I, I, what say you, I I think ultimately my drink is up because Draco and Hermione had that sweet moment, but then it it got, it went down a little bit because Draco's not telling her the whole truth about like, he's like, I love you, but he just hooked up with someone else. So maybe it is middle. Maybe it's half masked again. I don't know how I feel. And then the blood, I just have a lot of, I have more questions (laughs) than answers. That's how I feel. Undecided guys. 
I mean, when I say my drink is down or my wand is down or my whatever is down, it is not due to the story. The story is fantastic. Yeah. It's just, am I horned up in this moment? Yeah. I am not. I'm scared for Jasker's life. Yeah. I'm angry at Draco withholding the truth, mm-hmm. but I am so excited for the story. It's incredible. Sure. So yeah, I, w- I would say down, but- Hopeful. <laughs> ready for episode four. Down, but not out. Down, but not out. Exactly. Oh, exactly. that's good. That's good. That's good. D-Money? Um, yes. And you know what? Actually, I think it's important for us to have a wide range of emotions. And so mine's down because I definitely don't love losing things like Doctor Strange. And I don't love getting attacked (laughs) by weak ass vampires. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Flutters. So, but I love the writing. I love the story. And I love all of you. Yeah. And this, you know what? This is taking us on a crate. The plot, I'm really into how exciting and interesting this plot is. So, Kudos to Barbara, again, for writing this story. We're very excited. And this is a record. We've had sex three episodes in a row. We really have, yeah. We're batting a 1,000. Wow. All right, let's see what the Black Cloth is really up to next time. Yeah, I'm excited. Okay, wow. Great episode. And uh, yeah, we'll see you uh, next week. Find out if Jasker (laughs) makes it. (laughs) We hope so. Uh, Although if he doesn't, we don't have to worry if we pronounce his name right anymore. That's (laughs) right. Touche. Yeah, apologies for that, or you're welcome. We'll see. TBD. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bye, guys. All right, bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. We do have a special announcement. If you were not aware, June is Pride Month, um, especially in the United States. I know that it changes all over the world, but wanted to obviously celebrate on the podcast because we are so grateful to have such a wonderful, inclusive community that I think is often created by fanfic itself, that because we get to see slash fics and different people in the you know, in love that it opens our eyes to being more welcoming of others. And so I know for me, I've told this before, but the podcast was instrumental in my time in coming out as I was meeting and falling in love with Marco, um, being comfortable with me so that um, I could be comfortable with him. And so wanted to celebrate this year a little differently. We will still have um, some really fun merchandise on Society6. Unlike our other retailers, we actually don't take it down throughout the year, more more because we (laughs) don't remember to than because we uh, limit it. But um, it is still available and there's some really fun stuff there. But what we really wanted to do, because we know how much you all love hot, hot action, is to celebrate that. And so if you donate to a cause that's related and beneficial to the LGBTQIA community. Uh, if you volunteer, if you do something political and call you know, your senators, if there's something happening in your local government that you wanted to make a motion um, to help make a more inclusive community world, please send us an email either with proof or we um, will have a lot of trust or tag us on social media, um, either hi at fangasmpodcast.com or you know, fangasmpodcast on all of our handles. And we will reach back out um, for your address and um, send you a Fangasm or Paterotica sticker. So what we really want to do, well, we love lip service on this podcast. We really love it when it gets hot and steamy and action happens. And so please send us that. Uh, You are all uh, officially members of the Fanny Pack, which in this case is the PAC. We're thinking it's maybe Pussy Ass and Clit. Whatever it is, the not political action committee, but the 
the incredible group of our Fanny Pack community that are helping to create a more inclusive world for everybody. So more info on all of our social channels, and we'll keep reminding you. For an extra dose of bonkers entertainment, join our Patreon where you can access hundreds of hours of unreleased content and bonus episodes featuring your favorite fandoms, plus the ones we'd never dare to read on the pod. Head to patreon.com forward slash fangasm to get in on the action. For a regular hookup, make sure to subscribe to the show everywhere you listen. And if we've left you satisfied, ew, leave a five-star review or higher. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. And thanks to thousands of other listeners, the fun never sleeps over on our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack. Click the link in the show notes to join. Once you're in, (laughs) check out the 20-plus listener-led groups that cover everything from pets to pot to pen pals.